Reality Schmeality Season 3, Episode 3. Wow. Oh, yeah. Season three, flying three. by. <laughs> You're just flying by. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't even know. I got in, And I found a bunch of stuff. Okay. But we need to talk about what's in front of us, which obviously the first thing is the finale of the Salt Lake City reunion. Reunion. And Monica. And Mo- okay, I will. I'm actually going to start with the black eye, because I think that was the biggest letdown ever. We still don't really know what happened. The only thing she told us is that Jen did it, but she still doesn't remember. Did you notice the producers covered their butts? They we were not re- filming at that point, is what they said. They yes. put it up there. Not the film crew wasn't present, and then they had the. I don't. It's, it still makes no sense. I still, I, we all knew Jen gave her the black eye. We still don't know what happened. We don't know the what Heather said to cause her to get popped in her eye. That's what we want right. to know. And and for her to say, well, we were we were so drunk. I don't remember what. I think I, I'm sorry. Even if you're blackout drunk, if someone physically assaults you, you're going to have some memory. Well, and the thing is. It, at least she fessed up to the reason why she did all this this lying about right. it and covering it up it was exactly why we thought. Right. I don't think we found she out anything She was still new. ride or die for Jen, even to the end, even with Jen popping her in the eye. A hundred percent. And so Jen should just treasure what Heather did for her because she saved her extra jail time. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, that's well, what she it, saved it, her. They would have revoked her parole, probably. I yeah. mean, her pro- what is it? Uh, Not bail. Parole. Bail, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't physically assault someone. So I thought that was very um, disappointing. I What I was found interesting, though, is you could tell Andy was really ticked off that she tried to blame production. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't go there. Andy uh, Andy didn't look happy with a lot of this stuff. But I mean, if you take a step away, anything that, does, that makes Andy that visibly unhappy is good for the show that's i mean true at the too. end of the day and he knows that in the back of his head yeah and i think the other takeaway i had is that he knows monica was good tv yeah you know they it, they said the producers really struggled with not, i've seen the story two ways yes they didn't ask her back but then i heard uh, i read another story where she said she didn't want to come back which I would totally understand that she'd not want to come back. Yeah, but it, they I think they also kind of le- left it open-ended that she's not coming back now. Okay. And I think I think he was at the reunion if they if any of them would have said, "Yeah, I'll still film with her." There's I think no, she'd be back. There's <laughs> no heavy now. No, there is. We have isn't. no heavy. Mm-mm, they're all and you know, I saw Heather on Watch What which Happens a, Live, which is boring for yeah. housewives. And and she said, you know, there's nothing that brings people together like a common enemy, and that's true. And I'm like, but wait a minute, we can't see the five of you just being all besties now. Like that's not going to work. No, there's still some things going on there. I, I yeah. I'm afraid, you know, the short term fix is to change Mary back from friend to housewife. Right, but I don't think Mary wants to do that. I don't I don't, I don't either because I think honestly she's covering something up. Oh, and by uh, the way, I read they're still yeah. married. Her and step grandpa. <laughs> but we just don't know where he is. But we don't know where he is. Yeah, and we don't they're not showing her church anymore and you no. know and the thing is though with Mary even as a friend, it's very annoying if she's there for filming and won't get off the bus. Right. <laughs> Right. Or she won't bring go to the activity. Food. Please bring, bring yeah, me some food. Bring me some McDonald's. So, um, but the whole thing with Monica, I mean, 
I just think she did such a lousy job defending herself. I mean, she just was talking over everybody and just continuing to. Well, just I wasn't cuss the only insults. one. Yeah. Well, you were. It doesn't matter. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. And that thing about uh, she she was mostly credible. I mean, I understand how she was fumbling around trying to find some justification for for it, but that whole story about. Tracking Jen, the FBI asked her to go right. and watch her laughing. to DWI. And yeah, no, what is that? She was lying. But then I thought it was great that they actually had the like Facebook Live or something of a, a, a video of her actually stalking Jen's house, like driving by and admitting that she was doing it. And the the stuff with the security cameras, where she decided to say, "Well, that's my security camera. She's the one who installed it." No, 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 no. You were doing a job for Jen. It's her security camera inside her home, and you watching it is creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. Well, and the whole thing about getting hired by, I mean, she was just infiltrating everything from the get-go. Yeah, she's an infiltrator. Whoa. Yeah. And then uh, I read a story that her mother was extremely pissed off. Right. That she was not asked to be on the reunion. Right. I saw that, too. I, you know, I said this to you, uh, I don't know, last episode, maybe one before. I still think that Monica and her mother planned this whole thing out. I think that they knew that if the mother is cussing at Monica and Monica has this storyline. More screen line, time. Yeah. More screen time. It, it, yeah. And then it also made some people feel sorry for Monica. But I didn't. You know, what's funny. Uh, my immediately thought was you're both white trash. <laughs> that was my immediately my they were in a public setting having yes. it out like that it's like oh you're trash you're trashy yeah that's really it was really bad so that's kind of my feeling overall on salt lake city i think it was a great reunion i think monica did steal the ring um <laughs> you think monica stole the ring a hundred percent oh no that's yeah, entirely possible yeah i think so I think so. Wow. Well, I hope she wouldn't be so stupid as those copper thieves were here. Right. Where, where he, she goes to a Salt Lake City pawn shop and tries to sell it or something. Now, my favorite is, have you ever heard the 911 tape that went around a couple years ago of the guy calling the police, calling 911 because someone stole his weed? No. No. That, I, you know, back when I watched cops all the time. They were in Fort Worth. It was a long time ago. And and that was one of the things. The guy was mad because uh, the dude yeah. didn't give him all the drugs he paid for. Right, yeah. And he wanted, it was like, uh, they're not police. That's the better business That bureau. was, I love that show. I was in college during Cops. I watched it every single Sunday night, right after The Simpsons, yep. right before Married with Children. It was part of my Sunday night lineup. Bad boys, bad boys. I loved it. It was good. You know, back then, uh, it was my only time out of radio in 40 years. Because oh. I was being picky about a job. Okay. But then Kim got pregnant, and I couldn't be picky about a job anymore. I had to get a job. Yeah. And uh, I ran a Seven Eleven store in Fort Worth when the they were there shooting cops. And oh, my God. That's a very dangerous job. What? Running a Seven Eleven? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have tons of stories. <laughs> I can only imagine. I was in South Fort Worth. My first store was in South oh Fort Worth. Gosh. And I was like, I can't do this. No. I had to go in the middle of the night one night and uh, help the cops liberate customers that were being held hostage in the store. 
And I, I was rethinking oh. my life choices at that point. Yeah, no, no, no. You do not want to work <laughs> in a convenience store. That is, no, that is dangerous. Hey, speaking of, so I don't forget, speaking of old 80s TV shows, guess what I found is on Hulu? What? L.A. Law. What? Yep, I was scrolling through Hulu trying to find something to to watch, and there it is. So as soon as I'm done watch, re-watching Weeds, we are going to re-watch L.A. Law from the beginning. Well, let's go ahead and do this now. The We just finished 100, uh, 290 episodes of The Walking Dead. All oh of, my gosh. All of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. It was... Uh, and and oh The Walking gosh. Dead was good. It was good. I mean, there, yeah. I, I could take issue with a few things that happened along the way. But like one season, one whole season was a COVID season. It was after COVID. And, and so it was like just a different season. There was just two characters in the episode. And they were they stayed apart. And it was kind of awkward. Yeah, just, just don't do it. Just don't yeah, film just it. Not, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But Fear the Walking Dead, the last three seasons, six, seven, and eight, awful. I mean, we had to struggle to get through it. And yeah. it became almost laughable at right. one point. But the finale, the series finale that we watched last night, finally, with this project being over, we're going to do the other Walking <laughs> Deads, but we're taking a break. Yeah, no, sometimes uh, you just have to. But the, the series finale actually was pretty decent. I, I liked it okay. But man, they're nukes. There were nukes. Season six, nukes. That's that's yeah. That's it was like what? And then uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and and all of our cast survived, and uh, a couple got radiation poisoning, but they found it safe to go out and meander around. They all had suits to meander uh, radiation suits. Which where did they get those from? It was right. just <laughs> nuts. You know, and and uh, I wrote for a while. I wrote a couple of screenplays. Uh huh. Yeah. And there's a thing that happens when you're writing. You write yourself into a corner. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what the last three seasons of Fear the Way, they kept writing themselves yep. in a corner and then just making up stuff to get out of the corner. Right. Well, it's it's like, did you ever read Dean Koontz books? Yes. He, okay. That was Dean Koontz. He would come up with these amazing ideas. Three quarters of the book would be amazing. He didn't ever know how to end it. He didn't ever know how to get out of that corner. And every it's single hard. one of his books are disappointing in the end. You have to do, you have to suspend disbelief even more to get yourself out of the corner. Right, and that's, and that's my what problem. he would do every single time. He is no Stephen King. As as viewers and readers, you know, you uh, you suspend disbelief. Mm-hmm. You, you you work with that, and you can blow off so much stuff, but there comes a point where you right. just can't suspend it anymore. The no. nuke thing was a perfect right. example. It was like, yeah, it goes from suspenseful to just Stupid. Stupid. And yep. you should not be laughing at something that's supposed to be a suspenseful drama. So we're going to do Reacher... Gilded Age, a uh, season two. Uh, we're gonna do Mon- uh, Monsieur Monsieur Spade. It's the Sam Spade thing on AMC. Okay, I've never heard of it. Uh, it's new. It just came okay. out. Okay. Uh, Fargo season five. Okay. Uh, we're trying. It's a palate cleanser. Reacher's the palate cleanser right now, <laughs> though. It's a kind of a low bar. Oh my God! I watched The Diplomat though while I was doing my work. Oh. Have you seen The Diplomat? No. Carrie no. Russell. It was nominated for a couple of Emmys. Oh yeah. It's on Netflix. But I was so mad. It's only it's eight episodes. Season two has been greenlit already. Okay. They haven't started shooting it. But season one ends with this ridiculous cliffhanger. Not ridiculous in a bad way, but okay. like overwhelming like cliffhanger. Like you want to know what happens. And it's like, oh. Okay, so I then was, I'll so watch. So I was pissed off. When it was over, I was like, oh, what? I will watch that when they drop season two. It's really, Yeah, I would highly recommend to watch The Diplomat. And they just added Allison. There's been a lot of references to the vice president in this uh, thriller. It's a thriller. Uh, 
And they just announced that Allison Janney is going to be playing the vice president. And we all oh love Allison Janney. Oh, my God. I love Allison Janney. She's my favorite. And the West Wing is still the best. Uh, right. You know, if you really want to watch the best show oh, I yeah, think ever a, made. Is, there's it's, a lot of shows. And, and real yeah. quick, I'll do this, and I do it periodically. You know I love David Simon, who gave us The Wire. Uh, and Homicide Life on the Streets was based on his book. Because he was a newspaper writer when he started. And his, he wrote a book. Homicide Life on the Streets, and they turned it into a great series that I understand may, they're working on getting okay. getting it yeah. to stream. But there's music licensing stuff, because it was one of the first shows to use popular music in it. Uh, but I forgot where I was going. Oh, David Simon, Treme, three seasons, HBO, Max, uh, about post-Katrina New Orleans. Oh. It's one of the greatest. It is so, there's so many layers to it. It is ultimately, at the end of the day, a love story uh, for New Orleans, which yeah, I love New Orleans. I do too. But it's it's all the dirt and the grime, but then why people love the city so much. And it was, it was really good. It did oh. not get its due respect. Three seasons, pretty quick watch, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, Everybody no, I would be it. interested in seeing that. Okay. Now, on to. Back to Bravo. Beverly Hills. Crystal. Why did they bust you in a lie? I hate it when they busted her in the lie. Okay, but They're I don't... Sa- but she left out the part where she said they were savvy. I thought that was good. Yes. But she- then she said they were uneducated. Yes, but I do think, though, when you watch... When you watch Anne-Marie in the context of the f- past couple episodes where she has been caught lying in the same conversation, yeah. you know... I well, didn't that's say what that. you do. You deflect to somebody else's right. lie oh, to get you know, off she your said, lie. Oh, maybe Sutton has an eating disorder. I didn't say that. Crystal said that. No, so I think when you're watching it in that context, I think Crystal's right in saying, well, no one's really believing Anne Marie. I don't, even though she said that a couple seasons ago, I don't think she met Anne Marie and just said, hi, nice to meet you. The cast I'm with is uneducated and shallow. I yeah, no. just don't no, think that she, happened. That's not what she said because yeah. she said they're, she led with they're pretty savvy. Right. Which does show that you're smart. You can't be right. savvy and be stupid. Right. But my, So I, I, I detest Anne-Marie. I think she is coming on way too aggressive. For a newbie, especially. Especially for a newbie. But just, I mean, I just don't like her presence. And I think she is just throwing stuff everywhere. But I don't know if you've been watching Twitter this week, but Crystal came after Dorit hard because oh. she saw Dorit's interview about her being a child bride. Oh, that's right. And so Crystal yeah, has been put, She said she was 12. Yes. She was double that. She has been putting all of this stuff out there on uh in her Instagram and her Twitter and it's been like go team I'm team Crystal all the way. Listen, uh Dorit can be pretty ugly. Yeah, oh yes. And but she's very it's like you get the knife in the back, but you don't. You walk away and don't realize that you have the knife in the back, and then it's right. like, oh wait, that's right. how she rolls. Right. She's a and she's a mean person. Well, and the thing is, there's also I think the uh, there is an Asian connotation with a child bride, right? Like there's a, it's a little bit more than and Crystal's already been down that road with this cast exactly. So I think it was a little bit of a racial slur as well. So I, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's on brand. Um, Dorit just, she just 
digs herself into a hole so bad. Um, but my, I think my favorite part of this week's episode was one, the little people ghosts. And Sutton keeps bringing up the little people ghosts. And it, I just love it. I love the fact that they're in Barcelona. But I don't know if you caught this when they go to dinner in the house that they're staying in. Half of them bring purses. <laughs> got to get it on screen. You got that ex, that expensive bag. You got to show it who off on TV. Downstairs to have dinner in the house that you're staying in with a purse. See, what would that be? Uh, what is it? It's like black tie. You know, there's all these like qualifications for any uh, a soiree you attend, right? Okay, right. Right. So what do they have, like uh, Birkin? Right. Birkin only. Right. Or something I, I like that. I guess. It, but it very much they were showing off their purse. Because I was like, what What would you need out of the purse? Now, maybe some lip gloss? Receipts. They have receipts. Receipts. They keep their receipts, receipts in receipts, the purse. Receipts, receipts, Yeah, it's apparently the line that, you know, back to Salt Lake City when Heather had that finale, like that line, the receipts, the timeline, you know, all of that has become very, very Yeah, viral. it's become the thing. Everybody yeah. needs to have that. Yeah. Everybody needs that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this will be the last podcast that does not mention... Vanderpump Rules. Well, I mean, we're going to mention Vanderpump Rules, but that doesn't have a recap of Vanderpump Rules on it. Oh, my God. I know. We're counting down the days. It it premieres on Tuesday, January 30th. Tuesday. Cannot wait. So I told you, you know, Bravo's just been running all the Vanderpumps. So every once in a while when I'm like watching live TV and I'm scrolling down, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll hit hit on. Put it on in the background. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I caught the season six reunion it's not about the pasta. Oh my god! <laughs> it was so great. Actually, and I think doesn't James pronounce it pasta? Yes, it's not. About, well, and then he's like, "Well, actually, it is about the pasta. You eat Raquel's <laughs> pasta." And then Lala starts crying, and she goes, she goes off, and she's like, "James is my best friend." And then everyone else is like, "James, you're in love with Lala." It was just, it was so great. James and Lala. James showed up on. Uh, Southern Hospitality. Okay, I need to start watching that. I haven't uh, yet. There's One of the girls is a DJ. Okay. And she asked for advice and help from him. And, of course, being a beautiful girl, James flew from California to South Carolina to show her how it's done. Yeah, and left Allie behind. Yes. Allie and the dog. Okay, speaking of Southern Hospitality, we didn't talk about the the final reunion of Southern Charm. Cause we, yeah. We take, okay, so did you watch it? I did. I so I I heard over the summer I guess it was that Taylor's brother had died. Worse. Yes. Yeah. And I kept thinking, but no one's talked about it. No one's brought it up. And so through the first reunion, you know, Andy says something about Olivia's brother, and oh, we're all so sorry. And then in the second reunion, it's just like, well, Taylor, your brother died too. It was so weird. Yeah. And everybody was dismissive about it. Why? I don't know. I don't know. The, the, actually, by the, the end of the season this year, everything feels awkward with this cast. They, well, because it is. I don't know how they go on. I mean, w- one of the things I was so surprised at is when Rodrigo came on, mm-hmm. his anger and venom directed towards Olivia was weird. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know you and Taylor were that close. I mean, she told him to shut up. Do you remember that? Yep. And obviously, but, you know, here's the thing that I just don't think, though, that like JT doesn't understand. Austin and Craig 
are best friends. Yeah. You are never going to break that up. And it used to be no. the three of them with Shep. And they're having some problems with Shep. But you're not breaking that. No. No, no, you're not. And if it was going to be broken, there have been many times over the course of that friendship that it could have easily been broken. Exactly. I mean, on, just the, on Austin's own. Right. Unless Austin were to like hook up with Paige, I don't think that relationship is ever going to go anywhere. In fact, I saw this. I don't know if it's true, but I saw it uh, that Craig and Austin are going to open a bar in Charleston. They're okay. going to do the Tom Tom thing. Do you know who I miss? <laughs> Naomi. Okay, I I don't I don't I don't really I didn't probably watch it when she was on. It was oh you need to go watch it when go she was back. on because she was with Craig. Okay, and it was not. Craig is very comfortable in his That's own right, skin now. Page, Craig yeah. has found his place in the world. It's That's his right. stupid pillows and everything else. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. He's making enough money. He's happy. He's content. You can tell because he also kind of sits there as a father figure sometime with the rest of the boys. Well, 100%. And I think a lot of that's come from Paige. But some of that came from Naomi. Okay. That rocked his world back okay. then. And it was, it was coming out of that, which took him a minute to come out of that with yeah. Naomi because they were going to get married. Wow. And because she busted his he, she busted his boss all the time. Yeah. All the time. But rightfully so. It yeah. was just great TV. And I just miss her. Because yeah. I really liked her. But she doesn't need the show anymore. And more power to her. When you get to that point and you're in the reality world and you're like, okay, I'm right. done. Right. I, I can support that. Yeah. I, and I do I do think Craig and Paige are going to go the distance. Do you? you? I think they're going to figure. I think they're just going to I figure think out the been, New York, I, I, Char- Charleston thing. What makes me believe that? now is that i thought they would have broken up by now right based on distance and other franchises and all this other stuff they've making it they're making it work which takes work right so yeah i would say that the odds are in their favor right now and honestly until they have children they can do three months here three months there three you know they're they're gonna make it work they're gonna figure it out i'm really happy for them must be nice right Just to be able to take off and go to New York. Yeah, for a and then Charleston. Charleston's yeah. awesome, and yeah, all Must all the things. Nice. So uh, I just I thought that reunion. I, yeah, I agree though. I don't. I'm really interested to see next season because I don't know how it's going to pick back up. I don't either. Uh, I've got some other gossip. Okay, let's do it. Uh, this is from page six. Uh, these are just. I'm going to give the headlines, okay. and you can tell me if you want to drill down into this further. Okay, fun game from Melissa Gorga. Everyone is breathing now that communication with Teresa is almost zero. Wow. Now, is that just, I think that's just, uh, I started reading that story a while ago. It's just Teresa and Joe. I guess they've just completely cut off. Well, you know, it needs to happen. Yes, it was very bad for the very, kids. It's very toxic. and All the kids. Yeah. Her I mean, kids, her, uh, Teresa's kids, and then Joe and Melissa's kids. Yeah. Just terrible. I mean, sometimes you, even though you're blood, even though you're family, you just can't have that person in your life. Uh, Lisa went on record this week and says she has no interest ever in rekindling her friendship with Kyle. So we can put that to bed. Wow. Uh, now let's talk about The Valley. The Valley? It's a spinoff for Vanderpump Rules. And Stassi turned them down. 
Because they all live in the San Fernando wow. Valley. Okay, this That's is where the one where are. they're going to film Tom and, with. Tom and Ariana still live in the same right, house. Right, right, I know, it's crazy. They've so been this, to court a couple of times. This is the, sh- the show, the spinoff that will be like Jax and Brittany and the kids. And, and I wanted Stassi and Bo. And I wanted Stassi and Bo. But they're way too normal, you know? Saying, but So I have to respect what I just said a minute ago. If you've gotten away from it and you don't want to return to it yeah. and you're comfortable with that, you're probably a better person. You know what's interesting? So when I was watching that season six, reunion they all hated uh Stassi's New York City boyfriend do you remember him Patrick and he was so, so awful but they end the reunion saying um Kristen and Katie say well we just set um Stassi up with this guy named Bo and everybody chimes in oh we love Bo we love Bo we you know the, and so that's just so interesting because now flash forward yeah, they it, got two kids all it the is things. uh Jax and Brittany and Kristen for sure are on the valley Oh, and there's a teaser out. Oh. It came out last week. So they must have already filmed. Okay. All right. Uh, They're also going to, all of them will be making appearances uh, in the new season of Vanderpump Rules, too, which makes sense because you want it. Yeah, you want to hook people in. Hook them in. Yeah. Oh, Kristen, she's, uh, she's such a hot mess. I just don't know. And then we're just trying to follow along uh, the legal battle now between Ariana and Tom about the house. Yeah. Because I can't even believe they live in the same house. No, it's awful. Uh, Luann has a 28-year-old boy toy. Again? Remember, what was his name, the French guy with the weird nose? Jacques or? I think it was Jacques. I think it was Jacques. I was like, well, this is stereotypical. (laughs) Yes. Did he have a baguette and a bag carrying it around everywhere? Yes, yes. But he Uh, was, I think, 20 years younger than her, wasn't he? Yeah. He was quite a bit younger than her. Uh, What else did I have here? Uh, (laughs) Madison LaCroix's must-haves include cleansing balm and rosé. Yeah, I'm not going to read that. No. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, then Terry Dubrow made the news this week. Okay. Because Jillian Michaels came out and just hammered Ozempic right. as a weight loss tool. Right. It's awful. People are getting really sick. But Terry is making money off of it, <gasps> of course, because plastic surgeon. And, and you can... you can, So he's prescribing You can eliminate it. the need for one of the most painful plastic surgeries there is, which is the, the liposuction, and tummy, the tummy tuck, tuck, and, and all it, that. Yes. I mean, it takes longer to recover from that yes. than anything. Uh, and it, so he came from that angle and said, first of all, she's not a trainer, and she's not a doctor, and she just needs to shut up. Well, she doesn't, because a lot of people are getting really sick. And have you heard about Ozempic face? Yes, and then on top of that, today and I've seen it on my show today. I had a story about Ozempic. What happens when you quit using Ozempic? You gain all the weight back. Not only that, sometimes really, really fast because evidently you are extra hungry, right? When you get off of it. Now right. they did say sixty-six percent of people have managed to keep the weight off, even after stopping it. Yes. I don't know because but they're also that's going to get worse. It's going to get also, worse. They also they lose all muscle mass, so they have this thing called skinny fat. But have you seen some people's face with yeah. the Ozempic face? It's just like hanging skin. It's just not what it was designed. It was no, designed it's, as it's a for, weight loss drug for diabetes. For, for because diabetes. generally people who are obese get type two diabetes, right. and so this is helpful for them. Okay, but back to Debro. <clears throat> so I saw a film filming in a restaurant with Heather Dubrow. So apparently she did not go to Beverly Hills. She went to the OC. And 
Emily. And guess who the third person at the table was? Alexis. Alexis. She's back. They br- and so as a friend. As a the, friend. The but comments she's back. that were like, this is disgusting. How could Bravo do this? Because you know she's with you Shannon. You know why Bravo can do it. Of course. So this is going to be really interesting because I thought, well, Shannon, it'll just maybe it'll never come up that John is dating Alexis. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I want them in the same room sometime. Oh, it's going to be something. That's going to be great. And I guess that'll be, let's see, Potomac just started again, which we don't cover on this show maybe we should yeah i don't watch it a lot i just i watched it a few times i watched the whole first season and everybody just seemed extra fake right and and i heard you know and i think this is why they got rid of monica so that there are some people on potomac who've refused to film together and so it's making it very disjointed and kind of boring and kind of hard to watch so i I agree i think if you if there's people who say i'm not going to film with so-and-so one of them's got to go. Got to go. It, you right. have to see a the producers going to say it's do it or not, or you're off the show. Right, right. I I do agree with that. So uh, and uh, now yesterday, day before yesterday, a story. Maybe this is what you were referring to. Updated the Monica situation because the showrunner said never say never about her coming back. Yeah, I think they're going to give it a breathing year and then see. Um, will they? Will they actually give it a whole year? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but I also saw that Summer House is dropping February 24th, I think. Yeah, we're about to go through some really good TV. Oh. I am so excited about all of it. <laughs> no, I all can't wait. of it. I really am interested to see what the ratings are going to be for the premiere of Vanderpumps because it was such, it was all consuming last spring and summer. It was everywhere. It was on CNN. Uh, Southern Charm. Just enjoyed its best ratings ever, and Southern Hospitality is enjoying its best ratings ever. Wow. Well, I mean, and honestly, I've tried. I I even told Christina, I think it was before the podcast, I was like, I don't know how long I can stay with Southern Hospitality because I don't know. You told me, yeah. These kids, whatever. Okay, it's getting kind of good. Okay. Well, you know, I told you that the first season I watched, I think the first and second episode, and I was like, I don't want to do this. This is not my cup it was, of tea. It's, it, it is very obviously <laughs> trying to be like Vanderpump. But yeah, the problem but I'll watch is, season two. What we got to do is transport ourselves back to season one and season two of Vanderpump and realize that there were a lot of, you know, like the bro moments when they went right. to go and do their stuff, and it was, you just roll your eyes, yeah. quit being bros. Yeah. They were just, they were West Coast bros, but they're yeah. still bros. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I'm now coming around a little bit on Southern Hospitality. You should yeah. you should check it out. I, I will check it out. You know, I just have to tell you one thing. So, you know, Vanderpump rules. You know, a lot of Bravo, even with Vanderpump, is watched by people our age. <laughs> right? It's very middle-aged. We're living vicariously. Uh, and then all of a sudden when Scandaval happened, you know, all of a sudden my daughter, who's never watched you know, any of it since she was little and she sometimes watched Real Housewives with me when it was appropriate. I'm on the phone with her this week and she's like, yes, I started watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I was like... (laughs) It's addictive. I know. And I was like, okay. So she was asking me because I was like, I love Sutton. She's like, well, I don't think I like Sutton. I was like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you, like, let me give you some backstory. And her and Garcelle are really, they truly are best friends and all this stuff. And so it's kind of interesting. Garcelle is killing it right now. She's amazing. Just killing it. She is amazing. She is one of my favorite all-time characters. And I got to admit, uh, Erica does not grate on my nerves this season as she has every other season she's been on she's found this space 
as of right now. Yeah, I, I still do not. I just don't like her. I don't. And that's the thing is like, I always am like, do I think I'd be friends with them in real life? I would never oh, be friends with Erica. with Erica. No. I, I don't even think I could make it through a 10 minute conversation with her. I could be <clears> friends <throat> with Kyle. I could I, be yeah. friends with Crystal. Obviously, we both could be friends with uh, uh, Sutton. Sutton, yes. Because she's got that Southern mentality. She does. I think she shares our sense of humor, too. She does. So, I, I yes, I think. <laughs> well, and it takes you, listen, if you start watching that show, it takes you a while to kind of uh, acclimate yourself to Sutton. Right. Because. She's very quirky. And dry. Very dry. Very quirky. Um, Somebody no, on one of up. the shows says something. People from the South don't get Northerners because. Uh, we're very uh, sarcastic. And I was like, yes, you yeah. don't own sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's not a regional thing. No. Sorry. It's Do you know people... on Facebook, it's my second language. Right. <laughs> it says other languages spoken. I said, I have sarcasm. Sorry. Well, the thing is, it's not everybody's good at it. No. No, right. No. Yeah. Now, listen, I've got an 11-year-old at home. And she's starting, her game is getting scary good. Good? Because, like, she gets in the car day before yesterday and she's very obviously been eating something right <laughs> and and we have a rule in the car even if they had a snack in their bag or something there's no food in the car no talking about food in the car because then one wants what a, another one has. it turns into a whole thing right wow these so are gets, some tough rules she gets it well, I mean, what are we talking about right. a five minute trip you can have a snack when we get right. home she's looks she i said are you eating something <laughs> and she makes direct eye contact with me and licks all of her fingers because she'd been eating Doritos. And she goes, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yeah. She's, Here it we only go. Gets, girls, I know, you know, you know this, but I'll remind you. The, between the ages of 11 and 13, actually boys too. I don't like them. Yeah. it's They're bad. They're mean. They're cruel. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know what? They are to each other, too. And oh, that's yes. what a lot of discussion's about because yes. she's experiencing a lot of stuff like that for the first time with other girls oh, at school and stuff. It's awful. Yeah. They're brutal. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. It doesn't get better until eighth grade. Oh, boy. Yeah. Fifth, sixth, and seventh are awful. Yeah. And she's awful. Sixth They're now. so mean. She'll be at junior high next year and yeah. it'll be a whole new level. Seventh of... grade is better than sixth. Sixth was the worst of it. It really, really was. Okay. Then by eighth grade, they've all settled down. They've all made it through puberty and they've settled down. Well, there's two more girls behind her. Yeah. Oh, God. God help you. <laughs> no, seriously. I only had one because God knew I couldn't have done two. No, no. no. And I feel really bad for Javier because he's one boy with three sisters. Oh, yeah. Boys are so much easier. Well, sometimes. <laughs> he adopts their moodiness sometimes. Oh, really? Well, okay. that's who he's inf influenced yeah, yeah, by, his yeah. sisters. Yeah, boys are so active. Yeah, and that's a fact. But but I could handle that better than I could handle the moodiness, except for the wrestling. So because there's only one, there's probably not the degree of wrestling. There is not. <clears throat> the wrestling drove me crazy. You know, they just tumble all over you, and there's stuff flying. And No, yeah, no, we don't have any of that. Uh, Yet, it, I don't want to rule it out. Nothing's out of the question. And I don't understand what they do to the couch cushions. I don't understand when they get off the couch, all the cushions are astray. i got to go over there and fix them. It drives me nuts. It's a, and and uh, there's three, uh, there's four kids, right? And they all act like there's maid service in the house. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> so picking up after yourself in the front of the house, now their room's a whole other thing. 
Right. But no. This is like, it's just, it's exciting. It Every is. day is exciting. I All know. right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Are you going to the comedy festival? I am not. I am headed out of town. Good for you. In a couple hours. Any place fun? Uh, Yeah, we're going to go over to Lake Catherine State Park. We're staying in one of the little cabins in the state park. Nice. I know. It's going to be really fun. We're going to do a little hiking. And we haven't had a date night in a long time, so we're going to go watch some comedians tonight. Love it. I think that's cool. We'll see you next week with our first recap of Vanderpump Rules. It's going to be amazing. 